better health begins at Tidelands Health, dedicated to keeping the communities we serve healthy and active. That's why we're proud to present our podcast series, Better Health Radio, brought to you by Tidelands Health. Here's Bill Klaproth. Along with physical well-being, a child's mental health encompassing behavioral, emotional, and social development is very important. And here to talk with us about pediatric mental health is Dr. Michelle Steffen, who is a practicing pediatrics physician. Dr. Steffen, thanks for being on with us. What does a parent need to know about pediatric mental health? I think it's important for, well, I I should say first off, thank you for having me um, today. Um, I think that pediatric mental health is extremely important for parents to be aware of, and um, pediatricians will be talking with parents about um, their child's mental health, probably without them even realizing that they're doing that, Um, you know, starting even with uh, their babies when they're just in their newborn and infant years. Um, When we think about pediatric mental health, we're not just thinking about older children who may have mental health disorders, but we're thinking about the child's well-being when it comes to their um, environment, when it comes to the appropriate stimulation to offer newborns and and, um, young babies. Um, Healthy sleep patterns are very important for children when it comes to their mental health. Um, healthy social relationships. So uh, it's important to understand um, as parents that all of these recommendations that they're hearing from their pediatrician about healthy lifestyle will um, impact their their child's mental health um, for many years down the road. So it starts early. You talked about uh, as an infant this starts. What should a parent know about talking to their child as an infant? Um, there's been quite a bit of research done uh, in the past um, decade really looking at brain development in the first three years of life. And what we're finding out is that the brain development during that period of time is um, exponential. And um, if if not encouraged and supported in the way that it should be, those are years that we never get back and we can't make up for once the ch- children are older. So some of the things that we talk to parents about that are very important in the first few years of life is um, positive social interaction with um, babies, which typically will come in the form of um, lots of singing and talking with babies. Um, There's certainly lots and lots of gadgets and toys on the market uh, for young children to be exposed to, but nothing takes the place of positive social interaction with parents and caregivers, and then also um, hearing the spoken word, both in song and um, just in voice. So that communication early on is vitally important, that talking or even singing. So uh, very important for parents to keep that uh, line of verbal communication open and that love and nurturing, right, all kind of goes together to build a healthy mental aspect in the child? It it definitely does. And another very important um, activity to share with even newborn babies and then uh, develop the the regular, you know, part of your schedule with children is going to be sharing books as well. And, um, you know, books for newborn babies and uh, for children all the way up through um, adulthood are extremely important for their development. But certainly we're 
we're finding that introducing books early and consistently make a, a very significant difference for children when it comes to their development of speech and language and also their um, ability to perform well in school when they're to the age to um, enter kindergarten. So when should a parent feel that something is not right or, geez, maybe something's not right with my child here, they're not acting the way they should? What are some of the more common mental health issues you see or should a parent be looking out for? Um, That depends quite a bit upon the age of the child, and uh, we do see different mental health concerns related to children at different times and stages of development. Um, Very early on when it comes to abnormal development, particularly in, um, in children not developing healthy social interactions with their their parents in um, being able to show affection, having good eye contact, enjoying their interaction with a, um, with others around them can certainly be a large red flag that there is um, a concern about their development and their um, their mental health when it comes to potentially diagnoses of um, a pervasive developmental disorder or autism. Um, there are children in the toddler years who also can develop some significant behavioral problems that um, cause a lot of stress for both the parent and the child. And I think we all can, uh, all of the, those of us who are parents can remember the times that our um, toddlers have had tantrums. But um, if the tantrums are happening with such regularity that you're unable to um, even get out of your, your home, or have a normal outing to a store or a restaurant, um, it is one of those situations where I think coming in and talking to your pediatrician uh, can really help the family, A, to sort out if, you know, is this something that we can can help with parenting or uh, parenting uh, guidance, or could there be, you know, um, something going on with the child that's, um, that's causing them to have difficulty with their development and um, handling different types of environments. Um, as the children get older and enter into school age, we do worry more about or see more um, anxiety uh, that can that can pop up sometimes just with um, being away from the home and also with um, some of the the expectations of um, of performing well in school and um, and also in other extracurricular activities. And then as we move towards um, more of the teenage years is when we do see um, higher rates of depression. And so certainly a a teenager who is having um, uh, consistent, prolonged periods of um, a depressed mood or um, who are having issues with withdrawing from activities or from, um, you know, children that they normally would be spending time with, uh, difficulty sleeping, those types of things that that are a, a longer sustained period of time, more than two weeks of these types of um, behaviors, it certainly is worthwhile to um, to talk to your pediatrician. And, and there's many um, screening tests that we can do as well to, to make the appropriate diagnosis. So it sounds like when the child's behavior... Uh, like you said, if it goes on for two weeks, it really starts affecting normal daily life. That's kind of the red flag parents 
parents should look out for? Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody is going to have a bad day um, off and on, but it's the quality of life. Those are the children that um, that really should be uh, evaluated and um, look at what uh, what diagnosis may be appropriate, if any, and then certainly moving forward with a, with a treatment plan. Well, Dr. Seven, there's so much to talk about when it comes to mental health. What is it that you'd like to say to parents right now? Is there a general overall um, message you want to say to parents right now about their child's mental health development? Absolutely. I think that um, that as parents, one of the most important things that we should try to do with our children is keep the lines of communication open. Um, this starts with the very young children. With um, with playing with your child um, is so important in uh, in developing a strong bond and um, and an enjoyable relationship with your children. And then as they get older, paying attention to um, you know the the small things that are going on, so that when you know when big things come along, they will be more likely to um, confide in you that there's a concern. Um, I think being a parent myself too, I always tell parents to trust your instincts. If you if you get a sense that that there's something going on with your child and you're concerned that um, it might be um, important or it could be detrimental to their health, I think that you really do need to trust that instinct. And um, you need to call your pediatrician and bring your your child in for an evaluation. Um, certainly, it may be a false alarm, and everyone would be happy if that's the case. But um, if uh, if you ignore that uh, sense that there's a problem, and um, it ends up becoming uh, more significant, then it's you know it's that much more work to do to try to to get the child um, back in a position where they're able to um, enjoy their life and you know to the fullest as they should. Better safe than sorry, as they say. So those are really good tips. Playing with your child, paying attention to them, keeping the lines of communication open, talking to them as they're an infant, reading books as they get older, and then make sure you're listening to your instincts as a parent. So those are terrific tips to take away from this. And Dr. Seven, thank you so much for your time. Why should a parent choose Thailand's Health for their child's pediatric care? Um, we have a wonderful community of um, medical professions, professionals through Tideland's Health and in the Georgetown area. And I think what I'm most proud of over the past um, several years is how the pediatricians and the um, counselors in the area and also some of the psychologists are really all trying to come together to provide a comprehensive care for um, for children who have um, particularly mental health or behavioral issues, um, among other things. And I do think that's unique to our community and unique to Tideland's Health, and we're, we're certainly uh, very happy to be a part of that. Dr. Stefan, thanks again. For more information about Tideland's Health Physician Services and Facilities, visit TidelandsHealth.org. That's TidelandsHealth.org. This is Better Health Radio. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.